0: You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Juggling family and work life is not easy. Sometimes you feel like you're failing everyone. Gemma Cribb is a psychologist with Equilibrium Psychology. She says that managing the balance is all about keeping on top of your inner critic and learning to be your own best friend. Hi, Gemma. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Good, thank you. Both work and family life can be very demanding. Um, How do you set boundaries so you're not trying to do too much?
1: Uh, I think setting boundaries so you're not trying to do too much is all about identifying first and foremost what are my priorities what's really important to me as a mum or as a working mum and that can be different for different people so uh, one of the most common experiences I have amongst my clients is that mums get information from all sources. You know, everyone's an expert on what they should be doing with their children and and how they should be being a mum. Um, and so to recognise that actually everyone's their own type of mum and allowing yourself to set your own priorities is important. And then... Once you've got that clear idea of the type of mum I want to be, looking at what actions or what behaviours, what tasks you know, would fulfil that goal for you and prioritising, setting aside time for those. Now, that can be the really tricky thing because as a mum, you're a service provider um, <laughs> to everybody and everybody wants a piece of you. So it's really easy to kind of... Um, you know, you look up and all of a sudden it's 12 o'clock and you feel like you've not done anything. Um, so it's about having the supports and structures in place and, and setting those boundaries so that people know, well, no, you know, this time of, of this day, this is what I'm doing and I can't do other things. Um, mm. And getting some routines in place like that.
0: When you're working and away from your kids, it can feel like you need to make up for lost time. When is that a bad thing? I think it's a bad thing when you are
1: frantically going from work, meeting all the people's needs at work to home, going straight into meeting all the people's at home needs and, and not actually spending any time to stop and meet your own needs. Um, I talk about to some mums being there in body but not in spirit because they're so tapped out, they're so drained because they haven't met any of their own needs. Yes, they're there with their kids but they're not really there. So I usually talk to mums about not making up for quantity of time away from the kids but more looking at quality child-centered time And, and that can be for as little as 15 or 30 minutes Sitting there with the kids, having time to connect and creating a little routine around that, whether that be the bedtime story or whether that be, you know, playing at a certain time every day and, and looking forward to it with your kids because it's not unending and you have been able to have a shower beforehand or, you know, have a cup of tea yourself beforehand. Um and also getting it into a routine so your kids understand that, yeah, I'm still a priority to mum and they look
0: forward to it too. You may have just answered this question, uh, but what's the best way of working out what's realistic in terms of your work hours and the time you dedicate to your family? You you just mentioned their mums feeling tapped out because they haven't focused on their own needs if you're working all week and you may be working late hours and then you come home on the weekend and you're like oh wow i would really love to go to a yoga class or i'd really love to go and see my friends but in your mind you're thinking well i've just spent you know 40 hours at work uh and now i have a finite time on the weekend Mm -hmm. how can you look at that in a way that is balanced and fair yeah it's a,
1: a really tricky one i I like to be a little boring around this and I encourage people to actually, for the first maybe week or two, get one of those Kiki K diaries. I'm I'm not a (laughs) brand ambassador. I'm not not a brand (laughs) ambassador. Any diary will be fine, but... um, And actually, for the first couple of weeks, just monitor where you spend your time. So block out the time that you're at work, block out your travel time, block out the meal prep time, block out the cleaning time, block out the shipping kids to this activity and that activity time. And just look at where you're spending your time. And then odds are you'll find some time that's spent in activities that aren't meeting your primary objectives or your primary goals, activities where just because you're exhausted, you're spending time, you know, on social media or or mindlessly watching episode after episode of Game of Thrones and it's not meeting any of your own personal needs nor meeting any of your goals in the various roles that you play. Then I'll always suggest, okay... If you were to code that into time where you're on task and, and of course, as every working mum knows, the work that you do at home is is just as important and just as draining as the work that you do at work. So that's counted as on-task time or, or work time. And look at how many hours of work time you have every week and look at how you feel working that kind of working week. And of course, for most mums who I get to do this, it's an insane amount of hours and they feel exactly tapped out. And so we look at, okay, let's see if we can reduce this bit by bit. And, and at what point do you still feel energized? Do you still feel like you're engaged, like you know, you can get to sleep at night without worrying about things, like you're not dragging yourself through your week? Um, and so because for each person, that number is, is individual. I mean, I know the statistic are 40-hour working week is what um, people recommend, but it's better to do it for yourself and look at your own uh, energy levels and, and what you can tolerate because people are different. And then starting to structure your commitments around your optimal level of work versus free time.
0: When you are working um, in employed work and you have a family, I mentioned earlier that you can feel like you're failing everyone. Mm-hmm. How can we put that into perspective? I mean, this is often something that we feel because we're running to catch up on every level.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is there a way of making our psyche a bit more robust <laughs> to the <laughs> feeling like we just are doing everything wrong? Look, I think it, to some extent being honest with yourself and those around
1: you because it is such a common thing for working mums to experience uh, you know there's a lot of talk at the moment about social media and and this sort of social media perfectionism that happens when we see these perfect mums with their perfect hair <laughs> you know, making their perfect organic baby food. Oh <laughs> and yeah, done. in and their white totally kitchen. For those who are into that, but I'm not not judging that necessarily. It's just that there's a lot for other mums to compare themselves to and to feel inadequate. And being honest with friends and having a network of people around you who can share your struggles and share your concerns normalises it for you. And and if it's not just me that feels
0: inadequate, if this is everybody that feels inadequate, then maybe I'm not doing such a bad job after all. I think that's a very good point to end on. None of us are doing such a bad job after all. Uh, Gemma, thank you so much for your time today. That's a pleasure. That's Gemma Cribb, a psychologist with Equilibrium Psychology. And Equilibrium Psychology, are holding an event for working mothers in Sydney in September. We'll include links to the event in the notes of this episode. Lauren Dubois is a much-loved blogger. Fans of The Thud follow her for her humour and take on real-life experiences of parenthood. It's hard not to make fun of politics and it's hard not to make fun of parenting because I think for both it's otherwise really serious and it might make you cry, <laughs> or you can just have a bit of a laugh and, and make it a bit more fun. That's Lauren, and her latest book, You Will Probably Survive, is full of similar stories, telling it like it really is, with lots of laughter. That's on the next episode of Feed Play Love. This podcast is produced by Debbie Ning. I'm Siobhan Hunt.